This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic. It is uh, numero diez. Uh, that is the week here in the NFL with the most craptastic. You know what, Brandon? I'm just not going to sugarcoat it. It was a shit game last night. A shit oh. game between the Ravens and Miami Dolphins. And I just need to get that out of my collective memory for the rest of eternity because I want that game to burn in everlasting hell. <laughs> uh, there was uh, some stank from week nine that apparently uh, carried over to week 10. And let's <laughs> hope that that stank ends right there because, my goodness, you're right. And, uh, you know, I, I was reading up on that. I mean, when they were talking about Miami going covered zero, like – crazy basically just not putting any deep protection at all blitzing i think uh i, I saw that, that holland the cornerback for miami yeah. yeah since they since they started tracking blitzes by corners had the most blitzes in the game since they started tracking oh, it yeah. was an all-out assault <laughs> it was an all-out assault and of course, Greg Roman can't figure out in game how to make no. an adjustment. So no, yeah, that's that's par for course. No, yeah, again, uh, just douse in a gasoline, light a match, and just uh, let it go away uh, forever. Yeah. Uh, that's what we need to do. So let's go ahead and focus on the near future. The rest of the week ten slate. Put your huevos on the line, amigo. Give me your boldest prediction tied to any of the remaining games here in week ten. Yeah, there's been some t- uh, some players that have, are on new teams now. You know, Cam Newton, Odell Beckham getting uh, headlines the other day for moving over uh, in, into to new locales. But one player that uh, I think is going to have the biggest impact of the players that have moved teams this week is Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> oh, I, I was thinking that's exactly where you're going to go, and I already that's love exactly this call. I already love this call. Go. Yes. Uh, look, at they need a deep guy. Henry Ruggs is gone. We know the story there. Uh, they averaged 6.4 yards per pass attempt last week against the Giants. This week, you get the Kansas City Chiefs who have given up 11 plays of 40-plus yards. That's by far and away the most in the league. Derek Carr throws a great deep ball, and I think it's instant impact for Deshaun Jackson with a touchdown of 40-plus yards against the Chiefs. That's a fantastic call, yeah. I am waiting his uh, player props to arrive uh, at my local sports book so I can take the over on longest uh, catch in the game for Mr. Jackson, which is probably going to be set at like 24-and-a-half, if I had to venture a guess. Yeah. Yeah. Even the deepest of deep threats never get it much higher than like 26-and-a-half. Well, Cooper Cup, I think the highest I've seen is uh, the line tied to him, which was 28-and-a-half. In a game. So, yeah, it's probably going to be in the mid-20s. We're going to smash the over on that. If this guy gets the start, and it's very cloudy, very foggy, very murky at tape time of this podcast, but Brandon, rah, 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 That's right. Ramondre Stevenson, if he gets the start of the New England Patriots, he's going to be a top 15 fantasy running back. Yes, even against Cleveland, which has given up 3.67 yards per carry to the running back position. Now, uh, we thought he was going to be clear. The initial report was he was out of protocol, and then the reporter took the L 
And she said, yeah, I'm going to rescind it. Uh, I was wrong on this. Uh, he is not at practice. It's probably Belichick being Belichick, right? Uh, and uh, duping us all. But if Damian Harris is not cleared in time and Stevenson gets the start against Cleveland, I, I think it's 15 touches. I think he's doing a lot of damage through the air, working outside the tackle box and you know as much and as far away from Miles Garrett as possible. Uh, and I think it's like 70-plus combined yards and a score, which would get you inside the top 15. So keep your eyes on the prize there in New England if Ramondre Stevenson does indeed draw the start for the Patriots. With that, let's get to another edition of the Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, Brandon, here's what we do on the pod every single Friday. It's player pick'ems. We're going to go position by position. I'm going to give you three pack of players. You simply tell me who's going to have the better fantasy week. Let's start off with quarterback. Your boy, yes, Seattle. Yes, you are. Yeah, Brandon Funston, I'm back. Russell Wilson at Green Bay. We're hoping that Aaron Rodgers will be in uniform as well. We actually have a showdown in that game. Matt Ryan at Dallas or Carson Wentz against the suddenly surging? I can't really use that uh, adjective, but uh, a a team off a one-win week, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So out of Wentz, Ryan, R-Dubs, who are you going with? Let's see what you did there. You have this big giant bear trap. You open up the jaws of it. You put Russell Wilson right in the middle, and you're just yeah. waiting for me to, to reach in and Take try the to grab that. Take the bait. I ain't taking that bait. Uh, give me Mr. Two-plus touch, two touchdown machine, Carson Wentz, and let's not kid ourselves into thinking the Jaguars are suddenly – a stout defense because they stopped Josh Allen one week. Look, they're still among the 10 most generous to the quarterback position. And Carson Wentz, I think just because of the threat and the RPO that they have rocking and rolling there in Indy off of the Jonathan Taylor threat, I think it's just opening up worlds of, of greatness in the passing game for them. They get in the red zone all the time, and Carson Wentz throws it down there a lot. I think it's another two-plus touchdowns, probably mid-200 yards, and that, for me, is the number one spot in this query here. Yeah, look, uh, I'm going to go with the Red Baron as well. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, sorry, Rick Sutcliffe. I borrowed your nickname from back in the day, and, and people under the age of 30 are like, who the hell's Rick Sutcliffe? Uh, then, then again, maybe you heard him as an announcer at some point. But anyway. A could announce there, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Throw <laughs> the back no doubt about it some uh slurred speech uh during some of the games hey 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 who's the guy with the sombrero uh nearly going full harry carry on us uh and a couple of the calls that i've heard recently but anyway i digress i'm with brand on this one carson wentz uh is the play here because he's got the highest floor i think of all these guys and i like matt ryan second to be honest with I you too. i would have russell wilson third i, I think ryan's going to get to 300 yards i just don't know if the multiple touchdowns are going to kick in for him we know you're going to get at least two tds from wentz a uh, handful of quarterbacks have thrown for at least two TDs against the Jags this season. Uh, as you mentioned, Jacksonville, 10th most fantasy points allowed at the quarterback position. They're giving up 286.7 yards per game through the air. So I think it's at least, what, 270, two TDs for Wentz. they probably get you around 15 rushing yards to raise yeah. the bottom line as well. So. I have them 10, 11, and 12 in my rankings. So well done. Nice, nice question there. I Let's try, Brandon. I try. <laughs> Number four. All right, let's go to running back. Uh, in the first group of names here, and there are three pack of player pickums. Michael Carter against Buffalo Bills. Juggernaut Javante Williams uh, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Or Antonio Gibson off the bye going up against that uh, stiff ship that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who are you taking out of that triumvirate, my man? Not Antonio Gibson. Right now, yeah. he's just all name, no game. And I'm sorry against Tampa. <laughs> What's my life story, Brandon? <laughs> 
I, I'm probably lowest in the industry on Gibson. I have an RB32. I just don't think he's going to do anything. Um, so uh, to me, it's it comes down to this former Tar Heel backfield. And I actually have Javante Williams uh, ahead of Michael Carter. I'm, I saw Michael Carter's rush plus receive yards prop at 69 and a half. I'm tempted to take the under. Do you know how much I love Michael Carter? I just think this is going to be a problem spot for the Jets this week against the Bills, surly after their loss to the Jags, which they only gave up nine points. Let's remember, this is probably the best defense in the league. So I like Juggernaut, Javante going against the Eagles. They give up over four yards of carry to the running back position. Denver can run the ball as well as most anyone, so give me Javante. Yeah, and again, just extraordinary advanced analytics this guy's posting right now. Um, you know, something I posted on social media this week on Twitter. Follow Funson at Brandon Funson. Check me out there at Noisy Huevos. Javante Williams, you know, his calling card was making people miss in college in North Carolina. He had like a 48.4 missed tackle rate, which is just otherworldly. Well, that extraordinary production, it's carried over the NFL. Uh, he is number one in missed tackle rate among all eligible running backs at 36.8%. He's forced 35 missed tackles on 95 attempts. It's the same number of forced missed tackles, but on 25 fewer attempts as Nick Chubb. He's gone over 50 yards in four games. And you mentioned, yeah, I mean, Philadelphia is not impenetrable. Uh, he could certainly slice and dice him in the trenches. Uh, eight guys have gone over this number against them this season on the 47.5-48.5 player prop line that is out there as they've given up 96.1 rush yards per game. And he's good usually for three catches, too, and around 15 yards. So pulled all together, I'm thinking maybe 65 to 75 combined, and I think he finds the end zone as well. Oh, and this just in, Brandon. Uh, I move Antonio Gibson down to RB33. Oh, <laughs> just to spite you, dude. <laughs> Number three. All right, moving on to wide receiver. Here's your three pack of picks. Uh, Hunter Renfro against Kansas City. Giddy up Michael Gallup. Uh, we expect him in his return against the ATL or Jarvis Landry uh, working maybe as a de facto running back against New England, who's given up a ton of catches and yards in the short field. So who do you like there? Oh, are you tipping your hand there? Running back plus New England, giving up a ton. Yeah, you know, I'm predisposed to really like Jarvis Landry, but man, it's been since week one since he's done diddly squat. And uh, so I just, I don't know. I, I can't go there. I'm going to go to the guy who's getting target volume galore right now. It's not huge yard. It's sort of Jalen Waddle-ish, but it's Hunter Renfro in a, in a great matchup against Kansas City. I think Deshaun Jackson's going to give him an over-the-top threat. They're going to be worried Kansas City like crazy about Darren Waller. And I think it's another seven catches for Hunter Renfro, something he's done in each of the last two games. So um, I'll just go with the volume. But if I honestly, if I was just playing for a complete upside, you look at what Malik Turner and, and Cedric Wilson, they keep finding the end zone in, in place of Michael Gallup. I think Michael Gallup has a good chance to score a touchdown yep. this week. But I'll say I'll say it's Hunter Renfro, safest floor. My choice here. I have all these guys in my fantasy flames column this week, so I like them all. <laughs> I think all of them yeah. got a really good shot to find the end zone. I, I'm going to give the slightest of edges to Jarvis Landry, uh, and the only reason why is well, right now I think he's the clear cut number one option in terms of target share. Though DPJ Donovan Peoples Jones is going to be eating into that, and of course the thrice of tight ends that Baker Mayfield is tossing the ball to. But you know Nick Chubb may not be cleared in time. Could be a whole lot of Dearness Johnson in this game. But I think Landry will operate maybe on some jet sweeps, some quick hitters across the middle, which you can do. You can dink and dunk on New England all day. And operating out of the slot, he's going to get a lot of Miles Bryant, who's given up a 92.3. Let me repeat that. 
92.3 catch percentage to his assignment. So I got him down for 68 combined yards, five receptions, uh, and a touchdown. But I have all these guys very, very close in my rank. So, again, slide advantage to Landry. Uh, My next man up would be Renfro. And then the third man, you know, razor blade thin difference between all these guys would be Michael Gallup. Number two. All right, uh, let's stick with the wide receiver theme. Here are your options this time around. Julio Jones against the Saints. A Brandon Ayuk back from the dead against the Rams. Or Christian Kirk could be really the last man standing for the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, Kyler Murray, a full-blown game-time decision going up against Carolina. Well, I think Kyler Murray is going to play. He practiced on Friday, uh, which is huge. And uh, I think uh, he should be good to go. A.J. Green's back, right? Uh, is he off the COVID list officially? I, I yeah, I think he is, and we got Rondell Moore. I, I don't think he's going to be the last man standing. Is what right, I'm saying, right, Christian Kirk. All right, uh, and that is why I'm not going to go Christian Kirk. Although I'm tempted, I'm going to go with the man uh, that has kind of bubbled back up the last couple weeks, and that's Brandon Ayuk, who's averaged seven and a half uh, targets the last couple weeks. Uh, put up six catches, 89 yards. You got Debo. You got George Kittle. I think Jalen Ramsey is going to be more concerned with Debo and George Kittle. And I think that's going to allow Ayuk uh, to continue to get targeted, to continue to put up appreciable yardage, and I will take him slightly over Christian Kirk. Julio Jones, all name, hamstrings lame. Yeah, I'm with him. Uh, I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk as well. Uh, again, you've seen the surge in routes run. You've seen the surge in snap share. Uh, the increase in target share. Uh, he's finally back at the coach's good graces. Remember, you and I were talking uh, with an insider uh, who covers the San Francisco 49ers from one of the local radio affiliates in the Bay Area, and he's just like, uh, you know, Niners Nation has been screaming and yelling at the top of their lungs, get Ayuk the ball more. Enough with having him trapped in this, like, doghouse. It's moronic. And I, I think the coaching staff, knowing that they're in desperation mode right now, the Niners, they got to win, uh, especially against their rival in the Rams. Um, and best way to you know, even have a fighting chance is going to be getting Ayuk the ball in space. So I'm with you there. Brandon Ayuk, it is the winner here in this three-pack. Number one. All right, last one. Let's go running back. Uh, we got Dearness Johnson uh, against New England. If, again, Nick Chubb is sidelined here. James Robinson, assuming he's back. And Indy or Elijah Mitchell against the Rams. Uh, well, there's, there's also question marks here. James Robinson mentioned if he's back. Elijah Mitchell has ribs that he's nursing, sore ribs. Honestly, if Nick Chubb's out, I'll probably go Dearness Johnson because I think he's the safest. He's not dealing with the injury. We know that. Cleveland, the DNA is to run, run, run. Last time he was in there, he had 24 carries. Looked great. Uh, so Dearness Johnson, if Nick Chubb is out. If not, going to lean James Robinson uh, because of the duality. I know Indy is tough. They give up only like 3.9 yards per carry to the running back position. But James Robinson can get out in, in the passing game as well. So I will go in that order. Chubb out, Dearness Johnson, James Robinson, then Elijah Mitchell. All yeah. mid-teens if that's – you know, I, we're going to rank all these guys mid-RB – you know, in the mid-teens of the RB position. Oh, I, I will not. I'm going to be extremely bullish. If Dearness Johnson is a starter and Nick Chubb is inactive on Sunday, uh, Dearness Johnson's top 10 for me all day. I mean, he, he's all they got. 
on a run first team. You know, Kevin Stefanski is not suddenly going to flip the What does Bill Belichick do to a team that has one player that's all they got? I I just think that's going to be problematic a little bit. I wouldn't rank him that high. I'm probably like going to be 15 on Uh, D. Well, I I will likely be like 9 or 10 on D. Ernest. Uh, So he gets the nod for me. I think at a minimum, you're looking at probably 80 to 90 combined yards and a touchdown for him. Again, in the event that Nick Chubb isn't active. Uh, if Nick Chubb is active, I go James Robinson. Elijah Mitchell's going to be last year for me. And I think Robinson's going to play. He's been practicing the last couple of days. Uh, Urban Meyer came out and said he has a very good chance that he's going to be able to play. It's not the greatest paper matchup because the Colts have really gotten after it in the trenches this season, but the volume will be cranked, and he's just so damn talented. I- I'm just glad that you know Carlos Hyde hopefully will no longer be a thing. But then again, they won with Carlos Hyde as the starter last week. And you know Urban Meyer just can't resist those Ohio State days, Brandon. You never know. You never know. That's all I'm going to say there. All right, before we get out of here on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast, oh, Brandon, oh, yeah, let's light yeah. some candles. Uh, let's get that uh, bubble bath ready and uh, sprinkle some rose petals around and crank that sultry music in the background. Oh, it's flexy, sexy time, my brother. Uh, give me somebody that uh, is very attractive in your eyes. It, you would encase his name in, in hearts. If need be. Oh, so who do you like this week? Yeah. I love the Drake. Is that, 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 should, become a, that should become a thing. <laughs> Some people uh, hate the Drake, I hear. Oh, I love the Drake. Oh, okay, uh, I good. love the Kenyan Drake. Uh, ever since John Gruden's been out, Rich Basaccia at head coach, uh, we are seeing Kenyan Drake averaging almost 16 half PPR fantasy points per game in the last three games. 87 yards from scrimmage in that span. Uh, he put up a six-catch 70-yard receiving yard game last week. I love the matchup against the Chiefs. And he was basically on the field about the same amount as Josh Jacobs. They are both in the uh, mid to upper 40 percentile in terms of uh, snap share in that backfield. So Kenny Drake getting a lot of run right now. And Vic Tafer from The Athletic says Rich Bisaccia wants to keep Kenyon Drake being a thing. And I am all aboard on that. Yeah, I think that's a good call. And I know you're on board with this one. J.D. McKissick. Yep, that's I my guy. McKissick one spot ahead of Drake this week. That's how much I'm on, on board. Well, with I mean, they're, they're almost mirror images of one other and in terms yeah. of what they bring to the table. You know, a, a very high target share overall, just a, a rigorous workload that they're going to get working outside the tackle box. And that's really going to be the case for McKissick because you can't run on Tampa. Uh, you know, they give it up uh, just 54.5 rush yards per game at the running back position, 3.82 yards per carry. But they have allowed 6.8 receptions per game and 42.4 receiving yards per game to RB. So McKissick off the one week siesta a guy that's averaging close to 19 routes run per game uh he's also averaging just north of four catches i think it's like this could be like a six seven catch game for mckissick i think it's gonna be around 60 receiving yards uh maybe get you 15 or so on the ground and a good shot of finding the end zone so if you like it flexy oh yeah you do and sexy yeah uh plug and play Kenyon drake and J.D. McKissick. With that, that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Please, again, follow Funson on Twitter at Brandon Funson. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this broadcast. And as always, until next time, adios, amigos!